0: discretion is advice, as we cover many an insane movie and numerous cult TV phenomenons. Now, are you ready to get jacked up? Are you with us? Then listen on. And we're back with another episode themed on... Ten canceled sci-fi TV shows that unfortunately did not make it to a second season. And here to supervise with me is a uh, canceled sci-fi website. How are you, Johnny J?
1: Very good. How are you? Thanks for having me on.
0: Always good. Always good. And you specialize in particular shows of the sci-fi genre. That got got the plug pulled. <laughs>
1: We cover all sorts of shows that have been canceled, and we also track uh, the shows that are currently airing and make predictions on which ones look like they'll be
0: canceled, which ones look like they will be renewed. Always good to know, especially because with TV just going so fast and everyone having trouble keeping up, it's just good to know if they even need to invest time in it. If it is a good show, it's misunderstood. If it's a bad show, it's best to avoid. <laughs> yep. <laughs> righty. I'm sure you will have covered many of the ones I'm about to mention. So, let us embark on a very fantastic journey. <laughs> so, I'm going to go with number 10, Incorporated. This... Originally aired on the Sci-Fi Channel and was a very cool cyberpunk look at people fighting in the future. One part of the city is a total Blade Runner, you know, very high tech, rich peopleville, and the other part of the city is just you know wasteland, Mad Max. (laughs) Uh, It it really wrapped up a lot of arcs well, launched the careers of a bunch of other Aussie and a lot of other beloved actors such as Dennis Haysbert, and it was very. Intriguing and almost as gritty and uh, good at world building as Battlestar Galactica, but it only lasted one season, uh, despite being produced by Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, and Sci-Fi Channel was not interested (laughs) in continuing.
1: Yeah, um, Sci-Fi Channel, or or they were sci-fi at the time. They're really bad at promoting their own uh, shows. They rely on a lot of word of mouth and that one just did not find much of an audience. And I thought the the Matt Damon Ben Affleck uh um uh, connection might have kept it going, but nope, sure didn't.
0: Yeah, and they they also had their utter interest at heart. They keep trying to buy Canadian programming and it's like, Well, <laughs> you're really not saving much money. Make something that people want to see.
1: Exactly.
0: All <laughs> so sorry say again uh, and don't cancel it <laughs> yeah there you go there you go
1: I actually um, I, after it was cancelled more people started finding it and saying hey this was a good show why'd you guys cancel it
0: <laughs> yeah and I could tell it was definitely meant for paid channel, channel stuff because there's a lot of implied language and sex and yet they censor it <laughs> <laughs> there is it, intervals so what do you got for number nine? <laughs> I'm going to go back
1: to a rather obscure one that, that people may not know real well, but definitely should seek out. This goes all the way back to the late 70s, and this is a British series that was mm. called Omega Factor.
0: Have you ever heard of that? It sounds vaguely familiar, but I can't say I do.
1: It um it starred um Leela from Doctor Who, Louise uh, Jameson um uh, was uh one of the two leads uh in the show and it was um very similar to X-Files, except it was more paranormal, not aliens uh so it had a lot of similarities to x-files and also millennium both chris carter shows and he almost certainly must have watched this one um and, and got some inspiration for it it only
2: really? left, uh
1: yeah i i it it seems almost <laughs> for certain and even the wikipedia um entry on it says that or points out the similarities between that show and the x-files it, very interesting series. It was, um, uh, it was more of a science fiction angle <clears throat> on the paranormal, similar to what the X Files did. So it wasn't, it didn't get into a lot of the supernatural stuff. More of trying to do the scientific explanation, and then you had the whole cons- conspiracy thing going on, and and uh, just a just excellent, excellent show. Sadly. It was that was right at the time that there was a lot of public outcry about violence on TV, and, <laughs> and especially in, in England. There was a, a big movement and that just ended up being uh, the backlash from that um ended up they they did not continue the series. It did kind of wrap up its storylines uh, but it left plenty more so it didn't it didn't leave you on a cliffhanger but there was definitely plenty more story uh for that So one. it
0: basically ended and you could play it all on loop but at the same time you're like damn it that's a world that yep. needs to be retouched uh please remake this or e- hell bring it back hell come to a convention and sign autographs please something <laughs> 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 Now
1: they did do Um, the big audio productions did do some additional audio. uh, Okay. Very Um, nice. And that's something I've been meaning to seek out, um, uh, to get those, to see how it continues the story. So, uh, Mm -hmm. that's nice, but, uh, it would have been so much better to have another season or two of that show. (laughs) Man. (laughs) it's available on DVD. It's one that—that's actually where I discovered. I'd never heard of it. And, region one and two. Uh, yes, region one and two. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that's where I discovered it. And I, uh, wow, this is a great show. <laughs>
0: uh, very nice. I will seek that out by all means. I've been trying to do a ten, one hundred ultimate, you know, sci-fi shows, just a master list. <laughs> and. <laughs> Well, we, we definitely would love to have you on for another one of those type of themed lists. Uh, I'm going to go with number eight is a little show from a few years back called Reverie. It starred—this also has Dennis Haysbird, and it also has Sarah Sahee, and I forget what his name is, from Heroes. It's a very uh, lovely laid-back cast. It got similarities to other movies like Matrix, The Cell, um, and it, it does a nice mix of psychological, cat and mouse, and serial killers. And it, it just, once again, it, it could not, it's on a universal platform, and could not find an audience, uh, despite having lots of intriguing uh, cyberpunk elements and themes to it. And cyberpunk in general just has always seemed to have an infamous name, even though so many people seek it out, it just comes out at the worst possible time. And... Uh did you by any chance to catch this one? Is you know, I remember
1: watching I believe the first episode and thinking it was kind of interesting, but I didn't keep watching it. Now now you've got me intrigued. I'm going to go back and uh uh try to see, I tried to seek that one out. I think it's available on uh you can buy it uh on Amazon Prime Video. I think uh, so. Yeah.
0: So, you definitely want to buy it now before they remove the content, you know, uh, license, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and as I recall, that one was one of the ones kind of similar to the in between this past year. Um, uh, it was originally supposed to, to um, premiere at mid season, and they ended up pushing it to summer. And typically, when that happens, that means the uh, um, the networks lost faith in it and i i don't believe they gave it much in the way of uh uh promotion um they I'm really at,
0: didn't uh, the between is definitely another good example that was one of those i didn't hate it but i thought it was interesting filler it wasn't quite there but it wasn't awful and yeah. and, and like you say i was like I was waiting for it. Come January, I was like, when am I going to get this? This is a big all-star character actor cast. Nothing. Shit. Yep. It's gone. <laughs> and here it is now. Ah, wasn't worth the wait. Damn it, now it's gone. Now it doesn't have a chance to grow at all. This is this is all bad. Why even do it?
1: I'm looking at uh, uh the entry on the reverie here. Steven Spielberg was even attached to that one. So that's interesting.
0: Yeah, uh, a big Amblin production. He's had so many that just yeah. never seemed to find an audience. And it, I don't think they even advertised his name. That was the sad part. It was just like, okay, well, it's an Amblin production, so what in God's name is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, know. I'm going to have to...
1: I'll have to seek that one out because, like I said, I, I recall—I believe it was like one, maybe two episodes—and it, it didn't. I don't remember getting hooked into it, but I also, you know, thought it was interesting enough. But just yeah, there's so much to watch now, which <laughs> you know, if it doesn't gray, hey.
0: <laughs> yeah, there there's shows that you want to watch every night, and then there's shows where it's like, I'll oh, I'm gonna put this on the back burner and wait to binge, you know? Yeah, exactly like and it's such a shame that we don't have that like I can wait to marathon something like these FBI or Law and Order or CSI or NCIS shows because I know they'll always be around I can get to them they have a guaranteed audience but yeah with sci-fi like this I'm almost always trying to tune in because I know it doesn't get as good a name but at the same time it's like damn it I don't I don't have time <laughs>
1: Yep. Okay. Have to look at that. Uh, check that one out. Okay. Uh, what do you got at number seven? <laughs> okay. So now we're gonna come up. Uh, my next four are the all the, in the twenty-four, twenty-first century, and I'm gonna start Woo! with Odyssey Five. Yes. Uh, Great one. From 2002. Uh, that was. I recall when it first. I believe it was when it first came out. I watched a few episodes of it, and I liked it, and then I don't, uh, it was a Showtime series, yeah, it was Showtime, and then, I don't remember if I dropped Showtime or something, didn't finish watching it, and then this past year, um, I, I got the, I saw the DVD set and bought it and rewatched it, that show, <laughs> one of the best science fiction shows to deal with time travel, yes. um, And, I mean, it had a lot of just really good science fiction-themed episodes Mm -hmm. uh, in a spectacular cast with uh, uh, Peter Weller and Sebastian – I'm not certain how you pronounce his last name – Roshi.
0: Yeah, Sebastian Roque. He's a good actor. Yeah. Uh,
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, I mean, the entire cast was fantastic, but those two definitely stood out. And that one, uh, it, it's heartbreaking the way that ended. It just leaves you hanging. Nothing resolved, nothing at all. Um, so,
0: yeah. Uh, and they used to show reruns of that in the mid to early 2000s on HDNet. And, oh. and, it was always one of those you know it wasn't downright violent or anything but every once in a while you would hear some language or see some titties so it was like okay you can't let the kids in the room but it, yeah. <laughs> uh, it is it can now be it can still be uh, free to stream on crackle.com and
1: you're right you're right yes yes
0: and so in this day and age when everyone seems to be lazy about just taking out the disc just go ahead and go that maneuver and like uh, like you mentioned before, it, it is totally worthwhile. It, it seemed to join the line of other shows like Earth 2 and even yep. Almost Human, where it had an audience. So many people to this day still petition to have it come back, and again, all requests are ignored.
1: It was one uh, Showtime went through a change of an executive management around uh. that. There was another series, and this was. I was debating between the two which one I was going to um, um, talk about. The other one was Jeremiah, uh, J. Mm. Michael's other series. And that is same thing Showtime. It got two seasons, um, and they knew that it was going to end, so they were able to to wrap up most of the storylines that they had started. Um, so I just that's why I decided to go with Odyssey Five instead because it was just left hanging. Uh, oh, there. and
0: we'll we'll get to J. Michael, trust me, <laughs> <laughs> with my <laughs> next pick. Okay, <laughs> with number six, it is Babylon Five: Crusade. Oh, Crusade, right? Yes. This was a TNT had just picked up B five for its final year, launched a few more movies, and this project was dead in the water before it got aired, and I'm going to go on even more info. Like, there there was supposed to be a bunch of other characters crossing over. Now, uh, fortunately, Amazon Prime has allowed people to purchase this, and I definitely recommend that in the day and age, because it used to be—the main thing that killed this show was it was aired all out of sequence. Yep and for the longest time everyone's like it's left on a cliffhanger i'm like it doesn't end on a cliffhanger but it does hint at more stuff to come and i fortunately enough saw it in the order the creator intended on streaming on amazon prime and uh, i i really think it is a very lovely show this is more star trek than b5 ever got because it deals with so many just thing uh psychological and mysterious elements uh there's even one crazy one where there's like this one device that peers into the various characters thoughts and kind of explosively yep. makes it come to life. And it's like, that, that is haunting. That is totally a Roddenberry tribute right there. I, I, I really, did you get a chance to ever see this? Oh yeah. I, I was watching that, um, um, when it, as
1: it was airing live um, oh, wow. and I was following very closely, um, the, you know, the, the whole cancellation and all of that in, I remember I was reading. This was back in the days when I believe uh, Trzewinski was on uh, was it Usenet or one of those other forums, and he was yeah. talking about what happened with that one. Is TNT wanted him to take it into a different direction, and more he said sex, no, more sex, more
0: violence. Yeah,
1: yeah, he wanted them to make it uh, Baywatch meets West wrestling. <laughs> yeah,
0: and he. He should have just said yes, but not actually do it, you know what I mean? Yep, yep. (laughs) Like, because there is some sex in this, but it's brief, but uh, I really don't think any episodes don't work at all. I think they all are pretty off-the-ground running. There's one episode that's kind of cheesy that's basically a total tribute to the X-Files, where they have these two aliens from another planet who are also kind of federal agents, and uh, I just, the makeup wasn't the best there, but you know what they're going for, and it's a campy episode, so you just take it and run with it.
1: Yep, <laughs> and that was one they were trying to convince sci-fi uh, Sci-Fi Channel at the time to pick it up, but that was right when Sci-Fi Channel had uh, uh, Farscape on the way, and so oh
0: no, they that, didn't
1: that... have for it.
0: So and that is a shame because Sci-Fi Channel was airing the hell out of X-Files reruns until around at least. 06 09 and yeah no uh, way, way even after that i think they stopped at least uh, 2011 2012 and yeah uh it, 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 they had every other upn show that they were airing reruns of like the sentinel and yeah for that one they they just had no interest although they eventually did air the episodes and i think they aired a few episodes that didn't initially air it was like so if you're gonna air it anyway why don't you pick it up
1: <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's just ridiculous yeah, that, uh, that was a you know a, a definitely a good story that was never given the chance to to, to be told
0: yeah and I mean I'm sorry Gary Cole was a cool captain he... Yo, I loved him as the captain I, that guy can do so many different roles I don't know
1: if you ever saw the series mid 90s um, American Gothic
0: uh, parts of it. And yeah. uh, he got a good name from that. And with this one, he was just fresh off of the cult classic that was Office Space. And yep. so to go from this, then to a f- few other, you know, cheesy Brady Bunch movies, and then be on <laughs> West Wing and Chuck and so many other things, it's like he is a chameleon. He's a man of many faces. And I wish him eternal life. He's a great actor. I love
1: him. Love him.
0: Right? And no stranger to sci-fi. He, he will do any kind of campy or serious role, and sci-fi is no exception. He'll, he can take it and uh, totally go for whatever mood you want. <laughs> yep, exactly. All righty, so what do you got at number six? <laughs> okay, so now I'm going to
1: go more the fantasy route, and I'm going to uh, – this one is Pushing Daisies from nice. 2008. Nice. That one, uh, that was a, 2007, I'm sorry. Um, that show, I remember when I when it first premiered, I'm like, wow, this is like nothing I've ever seen on television before. And of course it was uh, Brian Fuller who um, worked on the first season of Heroes, did uh, Wonderfalls, Hannibal. Um, and it was just, it, it And basically an adult fairy tale, a kind of a dark adult fairy tale. It also had some kind of Tim Burton-esque sort of um, mood to it and everything. But it was just a wonderful series.
0: Never rely on ABC. They will always let (laughs) you down. Uh, Their initials in my book are uh, a bit crappy or a bit canceled. (laughs) And that one, it started out in its
1: first season – Actually started out with really high ratings, um, and uh, it, it saw those kind of you know slide off. Uh, in, it was one of the ones that was impacted by the writers' strike at the time. That was the time mm-hmm. when they had the writers' strike, and like half the season was canceled. So they renewed it. it. It actually did get renewed for a second season, but when it came back for the second season they put it in a bad time slot and they just didn't promote it very well. And it was also the type of show that really wasn't a good fit for the broadcast networks. This is not the type of show that your standard audience who's watching survivor and CSI and, and uh, you know, the the standard uh, uh, prime time fair, it just, just a little bit too quirk. So, mm-hmm. uh, and that was uh, another reason I'm mentioning this one is that I was the one who actually ran the uh, uh, save my show campaign for that, and we sent daisies, tons and tons of daisies to uh, uh, ABC studios trying to convince. Them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they, they and sometimes it seems like they know it. I mean, this was also around the same time where they were not making good use of the ratings in terms of dvr and itunes downloads is like okay well clearly people like this it might not be 20 million but someone's watching it <laughs> exactly exactly it, and that was one of the ones it, it's developed a cult audience
1: and uh the the, the broadcast broadcast networks and cable uh uh channels they don't get that sci-fi shows are not going to generate a lot of uh viewers uh you know initially but they have dedicated viewers that are going to stick with the show for years and years and years so
0: mm-hmm. definitely and what a shame yes <laughs> okay well i gotta go with star trek enterprise yeah Loved it. I always had a love-hate relationship with this growing up. I went for the whole series again this last year. Holds up really well. I mean, I, I would start watching again when Sci-Fi Channel would rerun it HDNet. Also, for wh- whatever instance, reran it. And uh, it's definitely one of those, with time, it got better. It stopped being the leftovers from DS9, Voyager, and... The original series and started going into acceptable next generation territory with seasons three and four, and there was a petition to have it renewed on Netflix, and again to no avail. <laughs>
1: yep. Yep. Yeah, that one I, I remembered. Uh, the fir- I absolutely love the first season of that show. That I thought the like, pilot's the, really good. Yeah. Uh, the second season seemed a little bit shaky, but then it picked back up and and. I mean, it did some just fantastic episodes. That was one that, when the fans were petitioning uh, to uh, to save the series, they actually uh, sent a letter to Congress, trying to convince Congress to step in.
0: <laughs> yeah, they, they uh, Trackies are pretty proactive about their shows, and I mean, uh, I mean, you would have thought with the star power it would have carried. There was other people who, again, just were going to hate it. To begin with, because the whole, they couldn't get past the whole, this is before Kirk's time. Yeah. And now Discovery's been having this issue, too, because they're like, oh, we're between Enterprise and next, the original series. And it's like, uh, okay, well, it's impossible to create it in the same mold. And and now a lot of trackies do kind of appreciate all the shows now. And Heroes and Icons TV has been really good at restoring, remastering them, and airing them on various marathons. <laughs> yeah it even got a Blu-ray release.
1: Sadly though, it's still considered one of the lesser shows. I recently did a uh uh put a poll out there uh Uh-oh. ranking Star Trek shows through Discovery and Enterprise landed at number five out oh, of man. seven. Uh it was a it was above uh the animated series and Discovery, but below the other four.
0: Oh damn!
1: Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I was like, no, no, that's not right. <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> right? Sacrilege!
3: Recount! Recount!
1: <laughs> but we, we, we needed at least one more season of that show. It was a good. Right.
2: We'll return after these messages.
0: Hey, feeling down? Feeling low? As needed, and let the hosts: Lee Russell, Daniel Harper, Paul Romali, and the odd guest host cure what ails you.
2: Warning: may cause atrophy, African consumption, black fever, bone shave, chin puff, colic, cramp colic, dropsy of the brain, elephantitis, grocer's itch, jaundice, mania, miasma, mortification, palsy, pox disease, rheumatism, scurvy, St. Anthony's fire, summer complaint, and worm fit. In some people, consult a physician before listening. Every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I put a bunch of movies in a bag, and PJ picks one out at random, mm-hmm. and then we just watch it, and we talk about it for maybe like an hour, hour and a half, two hours, whatever we feel like doing, wherever the conversation leads us. But do we actually talk about the movie? Most of the time. Ah. Tangents galore. Yes. So believe me, we may be a movie podcast, but it's not always about movies. We might talk about video games. Mm-hmm. Music. music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the big one, music. <laughs> uh, sometimes we might get a little bit of politicalness in there. Yes. Sometimes we may just, oh, we know we like to do. We like to tell stories, PJ. Yeah, yes. I am the master storyteller <laughs> yes. of the podcast realm. <laughs> Undefeated. <laughs> so if you like to hear about movies, video games, whatever foolishness comes to our mind, the most random stuff you can think of, check out the home video hustle. You can find us on the Stitchers. Yes. The Google Play. Yes. Apple Podcasts. What else? Podbean. What else? Podcast Addict. Goddamn. All that. Ain't no reason you can't get your hustle on. We everywhere. Worldwide, baby. Hustle motherfucking hustle. Hey, we can't. Can't cuss in the promo, PJ. Ah. You gotta be family friendly. There may be podcasts out there that don't want his hair say good fun stuff. <laughs> well f <laughs> you. <laughs> don't, don't, don't run the listeners away, PJ. Ah, I'm sorry. But this is going kind of long. Yes. So we'll go in this and say, hey, check out the Home Video hustle every Friday on all the various podcast outlets. Peace. Peace.
1: at gohpod at www.gohpod.com as well as your favorite podcast listening app. And remember, say hello to your little friend for me.
0: take two old punk rockers who are past their prime put them in front of a movie screen and give them a podcast and what do you get cinema punks cinema punks it's the mixtape of movies
3: Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Oh, necro- Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept little history all yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film.
0: Hey, I know why you you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped from watching this shit at twelve years old.
3: Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was. How be a did rough you one. watch this shit at twelve? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to cinema Cinemasia.
0: We now continue with our program okie okay, dokie so what do you got for the next number <laughs> all right for the next one speaking of all we mentioned office
1: space earlier so i'm gonna bring up a show that had another office space uh a veteran on it ron livingston this was Def- gravity uh mm. from 2009 uh this was a show it, it was it was fascinating it was uh Uh, following a um, expedition that's uh, doing an uh, exploration of the solar system Mm -hmm. Um, and it it was the way they did it is um, it was following them on the ship and then there was also flashbacks, kind of a combination of the two. The show was pitched to ABC as Grey's Anatomy in space and when it started out, it was very much that. I mean, very soap opera I remember like the first three or four episodes I'm watching it, saying, okay, I kind of like some of the concepts, but the soap opera stuff's getting on my nerves.
0: But
1: <laughs> as it progressed, uh, they really started getting much, much more into the science fiction uh, elements of it and ABC, this was one that they they basically dumped it on the schedule in August. Very little promotion. Yeah. Um, And uh, so it it didn't have much of an audience. And then they yanked it after its eighth episode. It had 13 that had been produced. And so that was as far as I I had seen. And it was right (laughs) at that point it was starting to get really good. And then the DVD came out, and I heard a lot of people talking about it, so I went and I bought it and watched it all the way through. Man, that, by the time that, what was really cool is the stuff that seemed like just soap opera crap at the beginning, they really worked that into the storyline all the way through. So it was like, well, okay, actually, that was kind of important to what's happening here. Um, So it was just a really well-developed series and good Hard sci-fi, um, the the way they uh, portrayed the the traveling in uh, space and, and and all of that. I mean, it was it was a really good show that just again didn't fit <laughs> the the standard broadcast network formula. And, and ABC once again ABC <laughs> canceled it. Uh, uh, canceled it,
0: yeah, yeah. With, with, I... with they didn't give it much, hardly any chance. I didn't ever see a single ad for it. I heard about it. Everyone was like, you like X-Files, you like Battlestar Galactica, you got to get into this. And, yep. I mean, I like Malik Yoba, I like uh, Ron Livingston, and there's a bunch of other actors on there who have been in various other things, some comedic, some dramatic. And it's like, okay, well, they, they did a banged-up job in the casting department, so what, what didn't resonate? <laughs> oh, the executive screwed with it. Oh. <laughs> It's
1: one, yeah. You know, I'll just I'll say it again if you start watching it and saying, Ah, this is just so proper, give it time, <laughs> give it time, uh,
0: yeah. In this day and age, now when we got streaming, there's just no excuse not to get into anything, you, yeah. You can, exactly. I mean, if you hate an episode, you can just have it on the background and then just tune your attention back to it. And I mean. As so many of these shows even demand repeat viewings. You know, they're sneaking in Easter eggs nowadays and other stuff that is like, oh, I see what you did there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, great show that, that just, you know, didn't make it and, and never developed enough of an audience that that, it, that there's much chance it could ever be
0: revived. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to go ahead with number two, which is Last Resort. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Another, another ABC show. It's very much like Jericho or semi-sci-fi, and it's more disaster action drama. Uh, Imagine just the uh beginning of 24 season six with the nuke going off, nothing is safe. Then imagine a bunch of Crimson Tide, Red October cliches. And it was by Sean Ryan of, and had a much of the same cast and crew of The Unit and The Shield. And it, it was very... Uh, a lot of people also likened it to Lost, where you know it was all set on an island, and uh, it, it had everything. It had all these pirates uh, and terrorism. It had all this uh, shady stuff going back in Washington, just an impossible conspiracy that only just the worst of the worst could have ever conjured up. And it had, again, just various naval mutinies. And... I have literally, this is a grade A. There's literally nothing wrong with this. There's maybe two episodes I had an issue with where they forget where one of the lieutenants goes for an episode. I'm like, come on. Did no one do a head count? And I just let it slide. I'm like, to be fair, they're not on a naval base anymore. They're on an island, and they're just trying to make anyone just uh, they're just trying to get up in the morning with very little sleep. Yep. Yeah, um, that one. Was-
1: that, that I remember when I first I, I I watched that one all the way through and ended up loving it. When I was first when I first started watching, I'm like, how are they gonna get an entire series out of this? But then as they started introducing the conspiracy element and all of that, it's like, oh wow, this is getting cool.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh Ernie Hudson stole the show for his two episodes as like the Secretary of State who's somehow yep. in on it. He wants some military coup, and they don't even show it to you. Spoilers, but that uh, it's cool. Like you predicted, you see everyone's reaction, you hear the sound effects, and you're like, it was unsuccessful. I'm like, whoa, whoa, what was going on now? <laughs> it hits you from stage right, but it feels well planned. And fortunately, Sean Ryan and his crew are the best. They never leave any story hanging, cancellation right. or not. They wrap it all up, and so it is literally its own 11-hour movie. Right. I I was going to watch it live. Somehow missed the first episode. And then I said, you know, what are the chances? Uh, Like, I hadn't even seen any promos for it. I just knew that ABC sucks, and I had already been let down on them on several occasions. So I just put it on the back burner. And ironically enough, I had a lot of similarities to uh, shows like The Last Ship with this one, and there was actually a few of the same cast and crew members on this one. Uh, But yeah, I I ended up encountering it around 2017, 2018 or something when Sci-Fi Channel did a – thanksgiving or something uh all day marathon of it and i i dvr'd it all uh sat through it all and was again like you just blown the hell away it was like they they did not they pulled out all the stops on it they did not sit around and wait for stuff to happen they didn't even keep it all on the submarine which was cool and it was like okay well
1: yeah yeah it was when i did like like you said i did like the fact that they they wrapped it up to an extent there's definitely more story there but you know that they, they didn't leave you just feeling like you were hanging so that it was right
0: like- going to be stranded on an island forever dum 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 dramatic fade out yeah there wasn't any of that it was all just like you know, a <laughs> final mutiny takeover and then uh like s- some flags waving and then what happens next is you know up for debate you know <laughs> <laughs> All righty.
1: Yeah, definitely a good one.
0: So now I'm gonna let you grace us with number one.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go with a recent one, fairly recent twenty eighteen, uh, and it's origin that was on
0: YouTube. Origin. And origin. Have you heard of it? I have not. I, I'm not I know about two shows that are on YouTube. I haven't watched any of YouTube. What yeah, was this I- one
1: like? Canceled
0: <laughs> man, they did not take uh, any uh risk on it, huh oh,
1: it damn. was i I would describe it as lost meets lost in space with <laughs> uh, alien thrown in and blade runner and a few other things i mean it really it borrowed liberally from a lot of different um properties. But it put it all together in in such a way that it didn't feel like a retread. So it's basically its uh, origin is a uh, colony ship that's going to uh, that's leaving Earth, going to um, uh, another planet. They're colonizing, and it's basically the people that are on this they're 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 leaving to get a second chance because they've uh, you know they've got all sorts of reasons to leave Earth and um the uh, i forget how many eight people i believe wake up uh from the suspended animation
0: oh my god how uh, did i miss this i'm looking it uh, up now paul Paul ws anderson was involved with this tom felton was one of the stars so it was another basic event horizon uh pandorum type movie and I did not see anything of this. It's very similar to Night Flyers, which I wasn't crazy about, but yeah, yeah. no, it, no. It, right?
1: It, it came out right about the same time as Night Flyers. It was much much better. It, it the each episode would have a a lost like flashback where you'd learn about a character and then you'd have the whole, you know, the, the what's going on on the ship and all of that was developing the story and sadly it ended pretty much leaving you hanging, and essentially what happened with this one, YouTube uh, started commissioning all of these uh, scripted shows because they wanted to com- compete with uh, Netflix and Amazon and, and Hulu, and then they had a change of heart and they decided they didn't want to uh, spend as much money on shows because this was a this was definitely a big budget production. Mm-hmm. Uh, they decided to go more for the comedies and, and uh, less expensive shows. So it just basically, I think they had already made that decision before it had been released. And so they just didn't promote it at all. And what a shame. It, it was, a, it, I mean, it, it's a excellent. It, again, a good, hard sci fi show, well written, well done, well acted. It, and, uh, it didn't really have a lot of name, you know, uh,
0: actors that that you know real
1: well. But man,
0: they did a good job. Uh, and you would have thought the horror angle would have been enough to just yep. captivate people. like, hey, it's not just sci-fi; it's horror in space. You've got to check it out. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So it's you can still watch
1: it on YouTube. However, you have to you have to get the YouTube Premium. This was also when when they. Sp- first rolled out the YouTube premium that you pay, I don't know, twelve ninety nine a month or mm. whatever. You can watch the first two episodes, I believe, for free, but the rest you're gonna have to pony up the money for. But if you you know, if you uh subscribe for one month or if you do a, a one week free trial, you can get it's only ten episodes.
0: Right. You can get it out of the way as opposed to five seasons where where it's like that's gonna be a lot of a lot to squeeze in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So is it also available on any, uh, physical or other digital media? Like have they sold it to other sites? It has not
1: been released on DVD and I don't believe. Right. Amazon has it, um, yet. Uh, I, I think that YouTube is, is keeping it on their premium channel for, for now. Um, and at some point I'm sure that it will, uh, um, get released further, and I'm just verifying. I'm gonna see if it's on Prime Video. Um, but de- I mean, that's it's definitely one. It, they the producers were shopping, or I, they may still be. I don't know. They they were shopping it around uh, to other uh, venues, but nothing has come of that yet. So th- that's what I really, really would love to see a second season of uh yeah it's not available on amazon um but uh yeah it's still there on
0: youtube okay that's a great recommendation i will be sure to check it out um where can we find you on the interwebs i mean uh, obviously you're from cancel sci-fi but uh what what will you be taking on next do you believe
1: I'm just continuing keeping track of uh, what's going on on television, trying to track all the changes that are happening. Uh, Working on the second uh, two books I've already got out. um, Oh, really? Oh, is Canceled Sci Fi uh, 1949 to 2015, which is goes looks at the shows uh, that have been canceled during that time, and then also. Before that, uh, why were they canceled? I'm working on and have been for quite a while (laughs) second editions of both of those, Um, and I'm really I'm trying to do a push for the second edition of Why Were They Cancelled for summer of this year. Um, Mm. Those are. Those are projects that I am working on in my very limited spare time.
0: (laughs) Okay, I will keep my eyes out for it. I always like a good retro sci-fi or just, in general, just uh, look back at various old-fashioned programming and (laughs) uh, uh, connoisseur guides. Uh, Yeah, I'd like to have you back uh, discuss 10 more underrated. (laughs) We're always just...
1: i I, I could go on talking about science fiction television until you're bored to tears (laughs) oh
0: well i don't think you'll bore anyone i mean there's definitely people out there they're just sick of all the oversaturated content and they're still waiting on their show from 97 to come back finally (laughs) yep well you did a banged up job you i was you hit me out of left field. I did not expect some of those suggestions. I was expecting more of the usual <laughs> well, yeah, it, like uh, you know
1: is the obvious you, you, but but everybody talks about firefly, so right. you know, <laughs> when when you said you know to these, I started thinking, okay, I'm gonna try to think of some that are good ones, but you know, maybe not necessarily everybody – and, man, you came up with some good ones too that I that I didn't expect. Uh, I was really uh, pleasantly surprised to hear you mention Last Resort because that was a show I really, really enjoyed. Uh,
0: It does not get enough love, uh, yeah. and uh, Sean Ryan has done a bunch of other shows. And, again, he he's knows how to play the TV game. He knows – I mean this guy has had so much years of experience working on Friends and Nash Bridges, and he's done – he never does even the same kind of show. He's, right. Right. he's changed his mood and tone, so you don't know what to expect. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's been plenty of other people who've invented the same formula, like and done a good job with it, like Dick Wolf, Steve Botchko, and all of it is like, but no, this guy's always on expected and you always just get ready to kinda shit your pants because you're like, Whoa, what's he gonna do? <laughs> yep, exactly. Whoa? I did not see that. I you take please take my money. <laughs> But no, I was like the same as you, where I was like, well, there's plenty of shows that got canceled recently, but they've had over 12 seasons. So that uh, that doesn't, I'm not going to go there, you know? <laughs> like Mystery Science Theater got canceled again. There's there's yeah. a room that they'll probably get a new host and put it on Shudder.
1: Oh, okay. Shudder
0: has Joe Bob Briggs and a bunch of other cult people, and it has. Very much like Shout Factory, been able to figure out and tread the waters of bringing back old stuff, do new stuff, and then do a bunch of other kind of homages and tributes to cult yep. stuff. So I would I would believe it. And Joel even said on Twitter, this is not over. So, I mean.
1: Uh, I'll have to update my entry for uh, Mystery Science Theater then.
0: <laughs> by all means, yeah. I mean, free eras and once again, canceled again. Uh, just yep. fr- it, And it's kind of sad because, like, that's a show that three different channels that were big hit channels, and none of the channels appreciated them. Yep, that's true. Uh, that I mean, true. Uh, Comedy Central would always have it on and promote the hell out of it, but it wasn't their favorite. Sci-fi channel would do it, but then asked that they would insert storylines, even though, you know, it was a campy show, and they would air them out of order anyway. So it's like, well, yep. why did you want that? It's just to express dominance. And then, yeah, they bring it back with Netflix, and people are glad it's back. Some people aren't gelling with it. But overall, I mean, it had something for everybody. I mean, they they had the jokes for the millennials, and they had the jokes that were throwbacks to the old fans. So it's just like, okay, well, clearly, after two years, you're still not happy with this, and you think you're losing money and you're cheapos, so you're going to cancel it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Netflix uh yeah, we talked talking about ABC um and a lot You're of tired. us talked about, uh, that the uh streaming services were going to be uh the best place for science fiction, but then they're not really designed for for long runs of these shows because their whole model is based on uh drawing in new subscribers and a show when it's third or fourth fourth or fifth season isn't drawing in new subscribers anymore. And so now we're seeing Netflix canceling shows after two and three seasons. And Yeah, it's like, okay, I don't know about that.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, it, it doesn't gel with anyone because it's like, okay, well, what do you want exactly? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, you want this, but it's still not good enough? Well, shit. <laughs> oh uh well thank you so much again and all the more power to you look forward to seeing your books and i'll we'll we'll definitely coordinate and see what's another thursday that works for everyone okay (laughs) next thursday actually i'm pretty open but well we'll we'll see if that works for you you know (laughs) (laughs) all All right right. by all means godspeed The Jacked Up Review Show can also be followed on Facebook on both the page and the group. Feel free to chat, leave questions, make requests for future episodes. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you so much for your various support, and we'll continue to entertain the hell out of you. Till then, take care. <laughs>